Episode 25, Super Bowl Preview Edition, No Timeouts, Rodney, it's me talking, Pope, he's yes, back, sir. he uh, went on a little family vacation, Did. this is what, your third appearance now? Gossip Sun, oh yeah. Yeah, where were you, where'd you go? Anguilla. Anguilla, I can't even spell that. <laughs> You went where? I can't even spell that. Hey man, you had to get catch a boat, catch a plane, whole bunch of nonsense. But it was uh, it was it was well worth it. Recharge the batteries, ready for the new year. I definitely recommend everyone take a vacation at the beginning of the year. Just set the tone. Hey, look, man, not everybody got set the tone money. All right, you talking about <laughs> hey, not not to Anguilla? I could take a vacation to it. Ocean City or something. You maybe. Find it. This man. is not in January. <laughs> I couldn't even point that out on a map. What, con- what, what continent is that fall under? It's British Virgin Islands, man. So if you ever flew to St. Martin or one of those uh, type of islands, it's a little bit past uh, Puerto Rico. Fair enough. Yeah, hopefully I'm going to get to Puerto Rico. I'm going to stop there first because the flights are way cheaper when you stop there before you get to Anguilla. What's the fact? So I'm going to go there. I'm going to start there. Uh, the Super Bowl, though, we didn't do a podcast last week. Um, just I don't know. I feel like that's always a dead week, sports wise. Usually, because yeah. it's just basketball only, but no one cares about basketball because we're waiting for the Super Bowl. But we're not really close enough to the Super Bowl to really care about the Super Bowl because it's just that whole week where they're just talking in front of the mic. Like we're just like trying to generate content, oh, yeah. asking them weird questions. It's garbage time. For yeah, all it's podcasts. Just, yeah, <laughs> it's just like how can we just. We just got a pile of shit, and how are we going to make it into something that someone can actually eat? Oh, I think they called it the Pro Bowl, so... Oh, well, <laughs> see, there you go. And that's exactly what they stick in right in the middle of that week yeah. to get people... You mean, you don't, um, you're not excited for dodgeball? No, not, not quite. Not, not quite. I saw... First off, the receivers are doing dodgeball, and they're just catching all the balls. It's like... Allowing them to keep the gloves. And cheap. keep the gloves. And they're wearing football cheap. gloves to catch dodgeballs thrown by non-quarterbacks. Yes. I will say that one guy throwing to Jarvis was more accurate than Baker had been this year. That's this true. This guy was throwing a hey, good dodgeball. I like the, like, roll. You roll it first to get him distracted and throw it. But, yeah, no, to answer your question, I was not excited about dodgeball. Not I didn't even consider turning on the Pro Bowl for a second. So this is my pre-NBA. This is where everybody uh, especially starts to – Kind of look back at the NBA right before we get the trade deadline, right before we get the all-star break and everything, when everyone takes the NBA way more serious for like a month, and then they wait until the playoffs starts. But for fans of bad football teams, they've been on the NBA wave all year so far. That's true. Like myself. Um, I had a good pseudo run for the Ravens. Uh, that ended tragically. Um, you probably jinxed them, honestly. Due to the, well, it's the boys' first time. So for Who's me, first time? It's Lamar's first Stop. time. Stop! He lost to the Chargers last year without an offense. I mean, okay, but it's him. still what that was still he his first lost time with Joe Flacco's playbook. All right, so this so time, we'll so this is the first that. time he lost. Truly, true. Oh, okay. we'll give it that. This is your first true loss, uh, and so he, but he got zero true wins. Correct. Damn, that's correct. Over two. Hate to see it. Over two. However, how many other Shout quarterbacks are starting there? football career in the playoffs already. So it's good enough that you uh, at least made Patrick it Mahomes. There. Patrick Mahomes, we can start there. Hey, we'll see if he, <laughs> we'll see if he ends up 0-2. What do you mean ends up 0-2? If you ain't bringing on that hardware, you lost, didn't you? Oh, what are you doing now? Yeah, we got the now. whole of playoff oh. wins. That matters. That, that matters. Playoff wins still matter, especially in the yeah. NFL when it's do or die. If playoff wins matter, playoff then we wins would care matter. way more about Phillip Rivers than we do. What do you mean? He barely gets playoff wins. He'd be going out in the first and they he'll go, get a bye and I lose all the time. I guarantee you he has more playoff wins than a lot of quarterbacks that we respect Who? more. Who? Eli Manning. Eli Manning has two Super Bowls. However, Phillip Rivers has more playoff wins. I'm about to look this up. Like, you better hope you're right. I do. I hope I'm right yeah, as well. Yeah, because I'm about to I'm gonna shut this shit off if you're wrong. <laughs> Playoffs record, Phillip Rivers. I'm looking this up now. Phillip Rivers. I already know you're wrong because Lifetime says he's 4-4 four and four in the playoffs. 500. That's fine. That's not what we were talking about. Again, we got to talk about win percentage. If you ain't win, that's what I'm saying. He might have Eli's got more old. than two, four. Eli's got more than four. I mean, he has two Super Bowls. All right, well, then there you go. There you go. You, um, you the one brought up but Eli. Ain't nobody telling you to bring up Eli. the championships. 
Now, if you ask me who's the better quarterback, Eli or Phillip Rivers, a lot of people are going to say Phillip Rivers. Yeah, man, they both stink. I don't know. <laughs> they, like, they oh, both... we've seen way more garbage than them two. If we're going to say that they you stink, I mean? then we got to put the whole you NFL know. under investigation. We've watched a whole, couple seasons of Mitchell Trubisky. Eli Manning, eight and four in the playoffs. Eight and four. Double fills. Same losses. Okay, what, what do you mean? Double the wins. Who cares? What do you mean same losses? What the hell no, does that, that mean? That's not the stat that matters in the playoffs. The stat that matters in the playoffs is Eli finished it with two Super Bowls. Okay, you're just... That's the stat. Your point was something completely different than what you're talking about right now. You're not about to try and hoodwink and bamboozle me into talking about some other shit. That is not what you was bringing up. No, I used it. You mentioned... You're talking about, you said you know, if people care no. about playoff wins, then we we'll, we care about Phillip Rivers. He's at four. That, who cares about no, that? Who my cares? point. My point was Lamar Jackson has started a career as two With zero playoff wins, playoffs, and you have brought up Patrick Mahomes. Now, and who has playoff you're wins? You're going to see who has it, playoff it wins. It matters at the end of the day. What do you mean? We're not. If Patrick no Mahomes cares loses, about playoff wins, if, they only care about the hardware at the end. If Patrick Mahomes loses the Super Bowl, it's not like his season was a waste. If you ain't first, you what? what? The hell does that mean? This is uh, this is a lot coming ass. from a goddamn Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Correct. This is a lot. Hey man, we haven't seen the playoffs since. I'm gonna say yeah. I see why playoff wins don't matter to you. <laughs> Shit. If you ain't first, you last. Because at the end of the day, what doesn't matter? You gotta win the. You gotta win the man. whole thing, man. How many playoff wins Patrick Mahomes have? Two, three already. Well, two, two this year, and I think he won one. He won last one year. last year, right? Playoff wins. Yeah, three. Come on, man, stop. Talk, you talking about? You gonna tell me that Lamar? He got two this season. Okay, exactly, exactly. He got three totals. So you gonna tell me that Patrick Mahomes? Uh, he with his beat. Three I'm not, he beat the Texans. Who okay? cares? The Texans that couldn't that put their entire team in neutral after scoring twenty points. Whose fault is that? That's the Texans' fault. That's why I'm saying that that is not something that I'm going to beat my chest about. You were supposed but to. But then win they that won. Game. But then they You're won. You're also this game. supposed to win against Tannehill, which Lamar was supposed to do. But however, okay, his then team that's my point. Him down, Patrick. What do you mean, Lamar Jackson still his had, team let him down? He still didn't play his best game either. He threw over 300 yards. He ran for over 100 yards. In garbage time. If you put just those stats up in in any other game, you would think it's a lot closer than it was. No, I wouldn't if you told me that he turned the ball over two or three times and only had one touchdown. Hey, one of those those turnovers left left his uh, tight end's hand, didn't it? It was you act like it was a perfect throw. That turnovers are turnovers. If it don't, touched don't your hands, that no, should, come me. on, man. You're talking to the guy that roots for Jameis Winston, okay? I know a turnover when I see it. I see plenty of them. <laughs> you also said to Jameis, what you say the your first day on this podcast about Jameis Winston? He's a Pro Bowler or some shit. You he saying. is a Pro Bowler. Don't be bringing and it. he's a good quarterback, man. You really you're about to ruin the Super Bowl topic, and we ain't even start yet with this. We shit can go there. About. We yeah, can we go need there. we need to move on because we can go there. talking about some other shit. Talking, I don't. You not even a Ravens fan. Given you did, Cardi put you up to this. Cardi no. paid you to say this shit. No, you making a lot of excuses for Lamar and the Ravens right now. I don't have to make excuses. You don't. For so Lamar. You don't want to give. I'm pointing no, out no, what no, happened. No, 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 no. Listen, this is what you're you doing. You got to point out what happened. I, this, I'm about to point out exactly what happened. You okay. said you're giving Patrick Mahomes no credit for beating teams that he's supposed to beat, the Texans and the Titans. Correct. But also making excuses for Lamar. For losing to a team that he was supposed to I beat. I didn't make excuses. Yes, you did. You said I his whole team said down. Lamar also should have beat Tannehill. But he didn't. That's not making an excuse. But he did. But he I did. said he should have. Okay, but, but what I'm saying is... So, I'm, I'm holding him accountable. No, you're not. Because you're saying one team didn't. One team did. But you're saying it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. If they, Until if you win the ship. Oh, my God. All right. Anyway, let's talk, let's talk about Super Bowl. Right? Nah, just... People are going to hear this. I wish you was on how Twitter. Many, you see, I'm the problem just, is... I'm the problem is... How many people... How no. many people... Remember who was in the AFC Championship last year, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, and asked them, did it matter? Did it really matter you going making that whole run if you didn't win the ship? Yes, it History just is not going to remember much. that. You're on a Wikipedia page with the L next to you. People That's don't remember the Eagles going to four or five straight NFC Championship games even though they didn't win no rings. That's embarrassing. No. That's what? an accomplishment. That's a feat. Just like the Bills. We make fun of the Bills for being the best team of the early 90s, right? And losing straight Super okay, Bowl. but sets. we remember them. We remember them. First, you say we don't remember But them. in those history books, that's not getting you to the Hall of Fame to say I was 0-4. A lot of people on those Bill teams made it to the Hall of Fame. All right, well, you need to take that argument to all... <laughs> I'm going to switch topics, but you got to take that argument to all the LeBron haters that say, oh, well, it was the worst winning percentage of any finals champion I've ever seen. Well, that's, we'll that's, that that's just dumb, there, too. Bro. It's, I will say that's dumb, too. When people say, oh, 
Most people it's the same logic, but it depends on so you on that side of the player. No, or not. I have the same logic. It's not about the player. It's about the logic. Okay. So, like people will say, if LeBron went three and zero in the finals, that's better than going three and five in the finals, which I, is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I disagree. I, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying I disagree oh. that people shouldn't have that take. Oh, all right. I'm not, thank you for clarifying, please. Because <laughs> we was never going to get to the Super Bowl with that shit you was talking about. No, I'm saying all right. literally I, I disagree with that take because it means something to make it there. I get what you're trying to say with that. But in football, you got to win, man. What difference does it make? It's Nobody cares sport. about the playoff records. That's all I'm saying. Get to the championship game and win it. All right. So, Super Bowl. We about to start, we about to start a Super Bowl. Chiefs, 49ers. We can go over the championship games a little bit. Chiefs play the Titans. Long story short, Titans just couldn't score enough points to keep up. Um, which, in retrospect, seemed kind of obvious when uh, you see Ryan Tannehill and them throwing with two receivers and everyone else in pass protection or they're doing play action or whatever. Uh, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that game? I think the Chiefs had a good game plan when they came out. Um they realize they need to put points on the board because by putting points on the board, it scares the coach to keep running the ball because for some reason, like as, soon as, as soon as the coach realizes they're down Harbaugh, two scores, uh, even if it's only 10 points, all of a sudden they swallow that playbook and they stop doing what got them there. Um, that's exactly what I feel like. I mean, the Titans are right. They still got Derrick Henry 19 rushes. He just, I mean, he just only had 69 yards. It's not like he ran five, seven times or something. I mean, 19 rushes is cool. I I really enjoyed the opposite game that we saw in the NFC where Jimmy Garoppolo only had to throw eight passes because they were running the ball so effectively. Well, And Raheem Mostert got I, over 20 carries. If I, you were telling me that the Titans game plan was to have Tannehill drop back more than Derrick Henry running the ball, then I would have said that that's a losing game plan. But at some point, you have to switch up the game plan when you're down. They were down like 17. I understand that, and that's why I said I appreciate, I admire the Chiefs coming out fast, coming out strong, and them saying that, look, we're going to take your weapon out of the game instead of you doing it to us. Because what did the, what did the Titans want to do? They wanted to start the game by running the ball, of course, but they wanted to run the ball to keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. Because if you watch what he just did with Houston, what was that three scores in three minutes or something like that? Something crazy? Something. It's it's you have to keep him on the sideline some way, somehow, and Tannehill dropping back three straight times to try to pass the ball was not what you wanted to do. Yeah, I mean, look, it got to a point where it didn't matter whether they ran the ball or not because the running just wasn't going to work. They could have gave it to Derrick Henry 30 times, and it, it wouldn't have changed anything. Well, this is playing into our preview because we saw you're, you're going to see in this Super Bowl that they're facing a team in the 49ers that – run that are going to attempt to do the same medicine right they're going to try to run the ball as well in order to keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline but also it's just more effective when you have lesser quarterbacks Jimmy Garoppolo Ryan Tannehill respect them both they got their teams through incredible seasons but their strengths of their both of their respective teams have been running the ball I mean yeah so in the playoffs when Patrick Mahomes is standing on the other sideline and he's putting up 30 and what he's averaging 21 points by halftime you're going to have to get away from running and force quarterbacks to throw the ball in there. So, do you feel like the 49ers will be able to run the ball? That's really the question to me. I think that's, that's probably the biggest question in the game is how well is the 49ers going to be able to run the ball? Well, how many plays will it take Raheem Moser to get injured? And I don't pray or hope an injury happens, but... Yeah, what kind of... We what, started, how do we, how well, do we get we, to injury? We started this... Uh, even before the playoffs started, and we were talking regular season, and we were talking the 49ers, we mentioned that they have took their strategy to say, look, we got fragile running backs, so let's just grab clones of all of them because they can't all get hurt at once. Well, guess what? Here we are in the Super Bowl, and the 49ers look like they have one healthy running back left, and that's Raheem Mostert. And Breida looks like he's a little injured, and before he was injured, he had a little bit of a fumbling issue. And... Um, Tevin Coleman just dislocated his shoulder two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah. Now, he's going to try to play, of course, and gut it out because it's the freaking Super Bowl. But how healthy can these running backs be because the Chiefs are a very physical team? Yeah. I mean, is Breda, is, is Breda supposed to play? I did not see him on any injury reports. Yeah, so However, he's been 
I, that's what, not, I just feel like he hasn't been... He has not been featured because of a fumbling thing that happened right before the playoffs started. That's fair. I mean, but that's different than an injury, though. It is different than an injury. But with running backs, just like a shooter, it's confidence, man. They got to be able to feel like they can hold the rock and they can successfully get through those holes without people poking and prodding at them. Now, what Mostert did in this Green Bay game, if we were to take a step back and just analyze that, was incredible. I mean, it was open holes. He burst, acceleration, so are all you, of that. Are you saying that the Chiefs have to have Mostert to get injured for them to win? Are you saying that so? Are you saying if he say let's just assume he doesn't get injured? Okay. Then, so then what? What's your what's the analysis then? Are, are in terms of the likelihood that the Chiefs would be able to stop the run the run game? I think the Chiefs have a very, I think the Chiefs have a better chance than what Green Bay displayed because the Chiefs have better back end help. They have better safeties. They have faster linebackers. And what I think is going to happen is similar to what the Chiefs just did, and they're going to blitz. Uh, they're going to blitz Patrick Mahomes' playbook early, get up by at least two scores, and then force the 49ers to put it in Jimmy G's hand. I mean. I'm saying a lot, assuming that the 49ers defense is going to let them do that, like the Titans defense. This is we're talking about two totally different defenses. I agree. 49ers defense ain't nothing to joke. The you know what I'm saying it's it's nice to assume that they just going to score, but that pass rush is different. The pass the pass rush to change everything. That's it. We, we didn't see an undefeated team losing the Super Bowl because of pass rush. Well, that's why the Chiefs finished with more sacks than the 49ers this year. In total defense, they both finish at six and seven. So we're not talking about some massive. Uh, I'm talking about the I've, players, though. 49ers haven't been healthy in weeks. 49ers ha- have not been healthy. However, in weeks. When you look at the injury report right now, everybody that's healthy is playing. The only people that we have seen definitively as out are guys that were already on IR. So we got to assume that this extra Pro Bowl week of rest has given all these dudes the. Michael Jordan's secret sauce in from Space Jam, apparently. Um, however, you're going to see this 49ers defense, at least, get tested like it hasn't before, and it's going to take a phenomenal game from the 49ers front line to to win this game, I think. So you don't feel like they're capable? I mean, they're capable of doing that, though. Like, who's at a better front line, front four, than the 49ers in the league? Well, they have a lot of investiture there, right? So they have first-round picks. That's what I'm saying. They got five first-round picks there. And it took four of them are good. It took a lot of them time to develop. Um, well, the time. I mean, well, I'm saying it's been years. The time is here. But what I will say what is, is it? what's the? I I have not been as confident in one thing, and this is going to be my game breaker for the game. It's going to be. I say you ain't even the, answered the question yet. The Chiefs, the Chiefs' offensive line has to step up in the middle. And I say that because Eric Armstead has been wrecking games because teams have been doubling uh, Bosa on the edge. We'll see what D4 can do, especially going against his old team, so he may know some few tricks. Um, but I have not been super confident in the Chiefs' O-line. However, Andy Reid is going to mix up running pass. He's going to run so many reverse actions with Hardman and Tyreek Hill. You still got to worry about Travis Kelsey in the middle. I mean, it's... I've seen the sloppy comparison being made that this is reminding people of uh, the Seattle Seahawks and Denver Broncos, right? When they faced in the Super Bowl and it was the best offense of the year versus the best defense in the Seattle Molly Wop, Denver, and Peyton Manning. The difference in this game well, is. Well, one both is Mahomes is way better than Peyton Manning was in Denver. Well, that, Peyton Manning point. had those extra subs. So, you know, that year Peyton Manning was phenomenal. Like I said, the home they, they were in his wife's him. name, but you know. Look, look first off, look. <laughs> look allegedly, you about to get this podcast sued to make any types of accusations and shit. First that, off, that's printed. That's printed fast. Nah, look, allegedly, all that is allegedly. We don't know what the supplements were. You wanna, don't wife. don't be insinuating <laughs> that the supplements helped them play better. That's the issue here. You insinuating a lot, and I just need the people to know that I'm not involved in none of that. <laughs> All that, look, I'm don't make me put your government name out there so that the <laughs> feds know who to talk to because it's not gonna be me. It'll be in the description of the I'm episode. A, I, yeah, I'm gonna be hey, they come knocking on my door, they're gonna be knocking on yours next. But I, I, I said that to say the comparison is kind of irrelevant that 
I kind of feel like it's sloppy because the Chiefs and the 49ers have been so close this year in terms of both of the defenses performing well. Um, With all that being said, I think this game is going to come down to Jimmy Garoppolo having to throw more than eight passes to get a win. All right, so before we continue, or before you uh, ruin all these questions I had set up, uh, if the people don't know, it sounds like you're very uh, pro-Chiefs. I mean, you didn't say one good thing about the 49ers yet. Uh, but, you know, I appreciate you, you know, you being consistent, I suppose. <laughs> I think. Uh, is it hard to tell who my pick is? Well, yeah, I'm going to say, we ain't even got to that point yet. Goddamn. Uh, sneaky player from each team. Give me give me uh, X Factor from each team. I think for me, for the Chiefs, I think it's going to be Sammy Watkins. Uh... I don't know. I think it's, I don't know, Sammy Watkins or probably McCole Hartman. I don't know. That speed. I don't know. I don't know who the 49ers are going to put Richard Sherman on. Because if they put him on Tyreek Hill, that's not, I, I don't see that going well. They're not. It's going to be cover four. So it's, if anything, it's, yeah, they're probably going to put him on Sammy Watkins, I assume. So actually, take my pick back. I think it's going to be McCole Hartman as my X Factor. Because I think Tyreek Hill is going to get doubled all game. Kelsey, I mean, they're going to go one-on-one, I assume, with Kelsey. I don't think he can single-handedly beat you, so I don't think they're too worried about Kelsey. But I think the that second guy, McCole Hartman, in terms of having that speed, I just don't know if the 49ers have that speed to match him in that back four. I don't know. They don't strike me as a team with a lot of like, fast guys in the secondary. They seem more physical to me. Um, so that's my X factor for the Chiefs is McCole Hartman. Yours? So if I'm going for if I'm going to stay on the Chiefs, my X factor is actually going to play directly into my X factor for the other side as well. But my X factor is Travis Kelsey. When Travis Kelsey is on, the Chiefs look unbeatable, and he's been quiet last week at least. But he comes up with these crazy third down conversions. He's reliable in the red zone. He's one of their better blockers, and when he's on it. Uh, Damian Williams suddenly has a good game. So I think this is going to be a game of keep away, uh, personally. But I think Travis Kelsey is just, this is his time to kind of solidify himself. Yeah, Damian Williams was another guy who I feel like if the if the Chiefs can establish a run game and they're running it and passing it, the 49ers defense and how a shot. I think that the, the way they do it is for the 49ers, if you make them one-dimensional, you get them in passing situations where you just know, all right, we're rushing the quarterback this play. That's the best chance for 49ers defense got. So that's another, So I almost picked Damian Williams, but I feel like McCall Hardman, and he's a returner. I feel like, I don't know, that second guy next to Tyreek Hill, um, they were still in plays where he was kind of, where they're using Hardman as a decoy to get Tyreek Hill open and vice versa. Like mm-hmm. they're, you know, similar players in a lot of ways just in terms of, it's the creativity the of Andy Reid's yeah, offense, that and too. I think that's the underrated factor of it is everyone is looking at Andy Reid as the old established uh, coach. Yeah, bro. You're not going to give the offensive coordinator no credit? Or Eric you, Bieniemy. You, 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 you just as bad as these owners. you gotta, you got to do the good play calls, right? However, you got to know who's, who's installing the game plans. Oh, and if you follow... You're worse than these owners. You know, if you follow Andy Reid since the Philly days, they are running a lot of the same concepts Donovan McNabb used to run. This is the rhetoric why so, didn't get no job this go around. Well, this we this exact Eric, rhetoric. We know why Eric Bieniemy This exact rhetoric around. right here. I, I'm, I'm, personally, <laughs> I'm personally pissed off about a couple of the coaching I wish y'all saw he's smiling right now, y'all. I wish y'all saw he's smiling. He's not, he's not mad. For uh, side note, <laughs> how do you how do you hire Kevin Stefanski, who just put up ten points against Robert Sala's defense, and decide we're going to go with that guy instead of the one that we interviewed, who just put that guy's offense in a fucking chokehold? It makes no sense to me. Yeah, I mean, you know, they be they be hiring their friends just like any other pr- profession. You you know, people just hire their friends for sure. Uh, sneaky player for the 49ers. I'll let you go. So, for the 49ers, it's going to coincide with my Travis Kelsey take. It is going to be Dre Greenlaw, uh, middle linebacker for the San Francisco 49ers. The kid's been all over the place. You've seen him featured every single week that they've played in the playoffs. He's flying all over the field. And the 49ers have had one flaw most of the season is that they do not cover tight ends well. Um, and that has been their Achilles heel, if you will. The middle of the field is wide the freak open. 
And to coincide with your McCole Harmon point, I don't think the 49ers have enough speed necessarily to keep up, but a good pass rush can negate bad pass coverage or at least long pass coverage. So these guys still need time to get that ball it's that true. deep. It's true. And so you're saying Kelsey could beat them on a lot of short stuff. Kelsey's going to end up, well, it, it's up to Dre Greenlaw because his job is probably going to be Kelsey this whole game, and Quan Alexander is probably going to be zeroed in on Damian Williams. Yeah, that was so, that was my expector, Quan Alexander. Amen. With him coming back healthy, another guy who hadn't been healthy this year, uh, you know, really taking their linebacking core from average to at least above average, if not, you know, very, very good. He has speed. He has passion. He's he, definitely the fastest linebacker they have. For sure. So in terms it's of not a question. screen screen passes to anybody, even maybe, hey, they might even put him on Kelsey. I wouldn't be surprised. And, I mean, people forget, but he tore his ACL, what, week 14 or 15 of last year? So, this is not, this has been a miraculous comeback, to say the least, to come back. But he looks good. I mean, he's been injured since week uh, two or three. Yeah, I'm saying, um, playoffs. that was with a shoulder, right? Yeah, right, so, but I'm saying, since he came back in the playoffs, he's looked good. Oh, he's speed demon. I mean, his problem in Tampa, at least, was, the rumor is, he was our middle linebacker for a while. And he had such a country twang on his speech. None of the defensive players could understand it when he was calling plays. The hell? 49ers don't have that problem. Why? Because he's that left side linebacker where he's supposed to be. Not in the middle calling plays like Dre Greenlaw is. So Who said who who made who said that? Who I don't even know who That is that coming one. from an inside source inside of Tampa. A very well respected podcast that as that has a lot of sources that are the suits that are within that. But and that also came from uh the defense the old defensive coordinator Mike Smith. Interesting. I don't know. That sound like that sound like some ex- some excuse making and finger pointing if you ask me, but Well, they gave up the responsibilities of Levante David this year and he called plays when Quan was injured his second year. Both of those well, this last season, as well as that two games that Quan was injured last time, Tampa Bay's defense drastically improved. All right, man. Wait, look, here you go, getting it back on Tampa Bay. You, How you managed to bring up Tampa Bay hey, man, every got, goddamn podcast? We got X-Bucks in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm excited. X-Buck. I mean, ain't no other buck. Ain't too many of them making the, making the Super Bowl, whether they on the Bucks or not. Uh, next question. Most important unit. So, unit being Kansas City offense, Kansas City defense. Special teams, 49ers offense, defense, or special teams. Uh, or, if you want to get it more specific, you go, you know, Kansas City offensive line, Kansas City receiving core. Just something as quarterbacks don't, don't count. That's cheating. So, I'll go first. I'm just going to go, in general, I'm going 49ers offense. Because this game, this could easily, easily turn into Chiefs Titans part two. If the four, if the 49ers offense is not moving the ball. Because I don't care how good the 49ers defense is, you can you, if you give Pat Mahomes the ball continuously because the offense is going three and out, eventually they're gonna crack. Unless I there, I mean the only situation I suppose is if it's just like a low scoring game because the Kansas City off the line is just getting manhandled. So it's just or turnovers. Or, I mean, I mean, or, turno- I mean turnovers or turnovers. Happen. I mean, that's true, too. Um, People but start playing out of their minds. People start getting nervous in the moment. And people make mistakes. Yeah. Um, so we're going to see. I think that the 49ers, if they have a chance to win, uh, they just, they're, I mean, you know, it feels like common sense, but it hasn't been the case in terms of you need to be balanced. You need to, they need to be able to be balanced. I just don't see this game. Being a game where Jimmy Garoppolo can throw for under 15 attempts and they win. And that's my whole point. And I, I think, not to be to be clear, Jimmy Garoppolo only had to throw eight times last week because they were dominating. Oh, yeah, no, exactly. But Jimmy, Jimmy G can throw more and still be successful. I'm not saying if he's throwing in the 30s that they're going to lose automatically, no. Well, But geez. it's not, your probability gets lower. In that case, but if, if Jimmy G throws ball, over thirty times, this this is this there's is a, a problem. That's an L. Yeah, mistakes have been made, um, technically. But 
what if I if I could single it out to say this is the most important group of the entire game, it's going to be Kansas City's offensive line. Because when Kansas City is really clicking and they're not relying on the magic of Patrick Mahomes, when Damian Williams is running and he's getting open holes and he's getting to the second unit, um, that just opens up so much more of the Kansas City's offense that Eric B. Enemy is calling plays right. for. There we go. But if you thought Patrick Mahomes is dangerous with what he can do when they're down 20 points or 14 points, when Damian Williams is running well, and if we see a LaShawn McCoy sighting, who knows? But when when they're clicking and Kansas City can actually run play actions that work, it's a track meet, man. And 49ers don't have the horses to keep up with that track meet if it turns into that. So that Kansas City offensive line is going to be uber important. Ooh, not just important, uber important. All right. Next, most likely to score a touchdown, non-QB. So, so basically receiving or running. Raheem Mostert. Touchdown machine. Period. I say you said that a lot of confidence. You gotta you put some money on that. I I probably would because in terms of the 49ers, he is who is getting them the most of their points so far in the playoffs. Um, I want and I do want to say George Kittle, right? Because he's due. He's due for one of the games. Him and Kelsey are both due, but. Raheem Mostert is just, he's such a spark plug. He's playing with such a, a edge right now. I mean, he was even listed off the, what, seven teams that cut him right. before he landed with the 49ers. I mean, it's, and I just I just like the burst, man. The acceleration he has as soon as he gets his hands on the ball, he he's dangerous. He just knows what to do. He knows where to go. He knows how to make the right plant. The only problem that is concerning of mine is, Injuries. That's the only thing that I think that can throw Raheem Mostert off from scoring in the Super Bowl is if he gets taken out. Fair enough. Uh, you know, very convincing. But I'm just going to go with who I think is the best skilled player in the game, uh, Tyreek Hill. Okay. Uh, just for obvious reasons, he's the number one option. I don't think that the 49ers have anyone who can cover him. Um, so I think it's just going to be a situation where I think early he may get doubled, but like how we talked, if we get to a point where Travis Kelsey is being uncovered, or not uncovered, but just not being able to be held, eventually they're going to have to adjust something. They're not going to let Travis Kelsey just beat them the whole game. Well, to go along with your point, the 49ers have speed in the linebacker position and the defensive line position, so they're going to rely on them handling their one-on-one matchups, and hopefully they win. Because I think that the 49ers' safeties are both going to be hung over the top. They're not going to let nobody beat them deep. All game. And they're going to rely on Dre Greenlaw to stick Travis Kelsey and Quan Alexander to stick Damian Williams. Now, if the Chiefs can run the ball, if the Chiefs start eating them up, like you were just mentioning, with those dink and dunks and getting Kelsey wide open over the middle, that may force them to bring one safety up. That's all, hey, that's all you need. That may force that. But I think... Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy, they're going to have a game plan that's going to keep those safeties honest. They're going to run wide receiver screens. They're going to run reverse Tyree, actions. Tyreek Hill, sneaky red zone. To be that small, he's really good in the red you zone. You might as well just put Tyreek Hill running back in the backfield <laughs> and just run. <laughs> honestly, just throw a toss play or a pitch play out to him. No one's going to catch him to the edge. Yeah, I'm, trying, I'm keeping it simple. It's just, to me, best skill guy, most likely score TD. That's where I'm going. If I was putting money on it. That, that's my prop bet. Uh, we're going to get to prop bets later, though. Um, team most likely to be back. Who do you think is built to last? In terms of who who could you see, you know, repeating? An appearance. Niners. think so. Yep. Based on. So, because it's all going to coincide with my original theory, which is that the Chiefs win. Typically, when a Super Bowl team wins, they start getting that roster plucked dry. That coaching staff starts getting plucked dry. Now, granted, all of the coaching hires have happened so far, so they'll at least keep the coaching staff intact. But if I think the Chiefs win, I think that they start getting that roster plucked a little clean. I don't know. You you don't care about that Super Bowl hangover? 
I'm don't going, care. I'm going Chiefs, and because I mean, I'm going the opposite way. Because one, AFC is easier, and two, if you win, you're more Which likely to go to back. Last, right? Built to last means this is the last year that they can pay Patrick Mahomes chump change. So they're going to have to adjust their strategy to bring people in, and they're going to have to significantly draft and develop, especially on the defensive side of the ball. The reason why I say the 49ers may be more built to last because if you look at how football is played, typically the best teams that get there win in the trenches. 49ers are built on both the offensive line and the defensive line. 49ers... You say the same thing about the Rams. Especially with offensive line. Then they lost, and you see that Super Bowl hangover ain't no joke. Well, they also... With with another quarterback that's not that great. They also lost two of their key offensive linemen. I mean, it happens. You get older. And then they pay Jared Goff a lot of money. So, that's... I mean, that's true. I'm just saying that at the end of the day, Jared Goff and Jimmy G are about the same caliber of quarterback. Don't disagree there. And they about the same caliber of quarterback. And, well, the good thing is Jimmy G's money is kind of being paid, so it's a little flexible now. They know the number that they're working with, but... What the 49ers have been able to do with drafting and developing, they built an offensive line, they built a defensive line, and they kind of took a little bit of the Patriots model where they keep refreshing those positions um, in terms of keeping talent there. And then they draft skill positions, which are the most likely to be overpaid, right? They're bringing in new cornerbacks. They're bringing in new wide receivers. They traded for Emmanuel Sanders, who's a win-now move because I don't think they're going to re-sign him to any amount of money. But when you have to replace a, a just, you know, not saying just, but when you have to replace Richard Sherman or Emmanuel Sanders who are aging, still great players, but aging players, that's a little easier than saying in the Chiefs role, I need to build a whole offensive line after the season. Or I need to, I'm about to lose Chris Jones in free agency next year. Now I have to build within my defensive line. My linebackers are getting a little well, shit, slower. They, they ain't got here without Chris Jones. They stopped Derrick Henry without Chris Jones. Well, he decided to play basketball uh, right before the game yeah. started. Again, rumors. Rumors. Rumor, right? Allegedly. Rumors. Please. Allegedly. You, you're making this podcast hot. Allegedly, he was playing pickup basketball in the locker room before the Just game. Just saying. No no, Chris Jones, <laughs> and they, they stopped Derrick Henry. So I, They didn't stop Derrick Henry. They stopped Derrick Henry. That, that coach swallowed that playbook. No, they stopped Derrick Henry. If In 19 on 69 yards, it's stopping. I don't care. How many? How often they wanted to run? How many times they ran? If it was in the first quarter, second. Look, once you get under three yards of carry, come on, bro, give him some credit. All right. Well, Derrick Henry normally gets what thirty carries, so he was missing about ten carries. So if I'm talking he about got I'm over hundred. He would have if you controlled that game. No, thirty carries on hundred yards is a good that. game. You're not going to do that against Patrick Mahomes, who's already up on you on two scores and building. So you had to swallow that playbook, and I get it, but. Look, who's built the last to me is going to be the Niners. That's fair. Yeah, I, I, I'll stick with the Niners. Be, and also because I just think the Niners are a front runner to win that division almost. I they, don't know about that. And, now with Russell right, Wilson right there. I agree. Russell Wilson is a magician and I love him. But look at the, look at the, yeah, look there's at the a lot defense. of turnover that's happening that's going to happen in Seattle. That's right probably now. a good thing. The team's not even good. And they, it's like, they, Russell well, Wilson's not They're not good and they have cap problems. So. That you're not going to be able to build anything great. It's going to be the Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf show, and hopefully that's good enough to win you games. I mean, but they draft well. They have, and the Rams will be back. Uh, the Rams will be back. Uh, They'll be back. They and still they got hope the Cardinals are going to do and something next year. I'm just saying that's the, that and was that was the they hardest. Should be better, that was the best division in the league. And Kansas City has an even easier slate if you want to call it that, because you have, what, two two teams that are potentially looking at new quarterbacks next year in Oakland and San Diego. That's what I'm Bro, they have a cupcake division. Denver, who knows what their quarterback a situation cupcake is. cupcake division. They don't have one good team in that division besides them. That's damn near Patriots shit. Go so, to the Super Bowl, come back, and you have six wins, five, six wins well, on you the say, plate you, for you. you say built the last, are we just talking perennial playoff contender? Because if so, then, yeah, the Kansas City no, makes talking, more sense. Look, look, the question... Who can make it back? Well, so I, think, it back? I think the 49ers can make it back. Uh, all right, my last question. On a scale of 1 to 10, and this is probably my biggest X factor for the game, and why, may possibly the biggest reason why the Chiefs will lose. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, how badly do you think Nick Bosa wants to win this game to go visit Donald Trump? 30. Yeah. 
At least. 30. That's a, there's a lot, a lot of desire there. I think Nick Bosa's going to the White House whether he wins or loses. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's showing up with the other team and just blending in. Just, I, just, hey, hey. Actually, knowing Donald Trump's ego, he's probably already been to the White House, took the pictures, got the hat. It, it, knowing his ego, anybody that loves that man gets a photog opportunity, and that's just how he works. But I think Nick Bosa would definitely play with some extra juice. Um, but I also think that Kansas City offensive line is going to attempt to neutralize him by sending chips his way. And they're probably going to line up Kelsey on that side, so... He'll chip him into a right tackle, but I think it's going to be that interior, stopping Eric Armstead from getting pressure right in Patrick Mahomes' face. Um, but the 49ers do have a good spy, right? They got D. Ford there. He's played in Kansas City his, his whole career before he got over to San Fran. He knows the tricks of the trade. He understands which tackles suck. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he's going to be giving some secrets away just to try to get this game off. Yeah. All, all you know, fair enough. Ooh, to speak to your theory, there was a D Ford is the only reason Patrick Mahomes probably doesn't have the first Super Bowl. It's true. Already. It's true, and if it, and damn, there might be a reason you don't got another one. D Ford may be the most important player in NFL history right, right. now. Shit, definitely the most important player in Kansas City Chiefs history. Yikes! Uh, all right, let's do some prop bets real quick. All right, fun finish. stuff. Yes. Uh, total quarterback sacks by the 49ers defense over under two and a half. Right now, the betting is saying that the under is more likely. I'll take the over. The over, okay. San Fran generated the second highest pressure rate in the NFL. This is to back up your um, your point. And uh, the and reason why I'll take the over is simply what I've been talking about. Nine sacks in two playoff games this year. Well, I'll put it this way. Eric Armstead is going to get pressure up the middle. It's going to force Patrick Holmes to try to roll out. Bosa and D Ford on both edges have enough speed to at least catch up. Don't forget to force Buckner either. Add interior pressure. So I'm saying. Patrick Mahomes is not going to get hit from directly in front of him. He's going to roll out, and that's where I think you're going to see Bosa and D Ford, or at least one of them, hold their blocks up until Patrick Mahomes makes a move and then sheds. Yeah. Instead of trying to just come at him like a track meet. That's fair. Uh, I'm going over as well. Total first half points by the Kansas City Chiefs, over or under 13 and a half? Over. You said first half points? First half points. Over. Mm. They've scored, Patrick Mahomes is averaging, what, 24 points last I'm two going, playoff I'm go, games? I'm going under. Lesser defenses, though. I'm going under. I think he can get two touchdowns. I think he'll be half. right at 13. I think, I think the 49ers... Are gonna, they're going to move the ball, but I think they're going to hold up and the Chiefs are going to end up kicking some field goals early. I think there'll be an early turnover. That'll put the Chiefs right in the red zone. I don't know. I can see the 49ers holding them some field goals, but fair enough. Uh, will there be a two-point conversion attempt by either team? Sure. Why not? Garbage time. Right? So there'll probably be... I don't think this is going to be some close game. I think the the winning team will probably have at least a 10-point advantage throughout most of the game. Maybe pull away with a last-second ice-the-game touchdown, and then out of nowhere you'll get the the garbage-time touchdown from the losing team, and then they'll try the extra the two-point conversion just to throw rally, some razzle-dazzle the in there. Rally the troops. Uh, will Chiefs quarterback – I'm going yes as well. Uh, will Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes throw an interception, yes or no? The betting right now is saying no, minus one thirty. That is the favorite. I say no. I think Patrick Mahomes will be more controlled in this game because I hope that they get Damian Williams in the running game going. So when Patrick Mahomes does take his shots, he'll be lethal with it because 49ers can't just drop everybody in coverage knowing that Patrick Mahomes is going to be throwing. I'm gonna go yes. Think when you get that consistent pressure, start seeing seeing some ghosts every once in a while. You might you know go through your reads quicker than usual. When you feel like you had, when that internal clock is ticking a little faster than expected, take a hit or two. All the of a only sudden. interception I see happening is off of his receiver's hand. Hey, and that happens and when you start. Hey, look, that's the only one I see happening. And, and look, it's very it's very over. possible. Uh. Any more good prop bets? 
Hmm. There are some here, but I don't know if I really like them. Points by both teams in the highest scoring quarter. Uh, not a fan of that one. Well, are you taking the over and under of the game? I believe it's sitting at 52 or 55, I oh. want to say. Yeah, I think I saw it was at 52. Let me look that up real quick. There's so many prop bets, I'm trying to like filter through the good ones. Because, you know, Super Bowl is basically the most bet on event in American sports with all these prop bets and such. Are you taking the over under? Right now, the Chiefs are minus our favorite. The Chiefs are favored by one point, and the over under is officially fifty four and a half. Fifty four. It's a little, a little high. Yeah, we've we've expected a lot from some Super Bowls and then gotten ten three, and then yeah. we've expected nothing from Super Bowls and got freaking shootouts. Fifty four, forty nine. Yeah, it's wild. Um, fifty two, forty nine. So essentially, with a fifty-four point spread or getting over, that's, you're kind of expecting you gotta go twenty-eight to twenty-seven. Both teams, yeah. To yeah be, I'll take the under on that one. I think this could be a very well controlled. Well, I happen to think it may just get out of hand. So I'll probably say it's around the twenty-six, twenty-eight to ten range. So I'll take the under. That's fair. I also take the under. I think it'll be closer than that. Uh, I think the 49ers at least gets kept like 17. Oh, no, 21. I got to say 11, right? Because I think they'll go for the garbage time. Uh, <laughs> eight points, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's 11. So, yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, going under as well. Um, I'm just going to double check. I'm just going to make sure this... I'm going to go on Odd Shark. Odd Shark, you, you, don't, you don't bet normally, right? No. It's too emotional for me. Too emotional. It's yeah. like, you know, nothing wrong putting up like five five dollars here, five dollars. I'm too emotional with my money, man. Total touchdowns in a game. Over or under six and a half. This kind of goes to the over under point. I guess I'll have to take the under. Yeah. yeah. Total players with a pass attempt in a game. Two and a half. So basically, do you think anyone other than the quarterback will throw a pass? Because that'll get you to three. Interesting. And we have seen both teams kind of play with that. I think I think I'll take the over on that. I think you're going to see some who's, reverse who's throwing, action. Who's throwing it? Who's throwing it? Emmanuel Sanders, the Debo Samuel. Fair enough. I was just going to say Emmanuel Sanders is like the emergency quarterback. Oh, yeah, they're going they're going to throw some wide receiver reverse trick play. Probably end up going to Kittle actually. All right, here's I got a couple a couple more good ones for you. A couple more good ones. I found I finally found the good ones. I know I was slacking a little bit. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, total touchdown passes, two and a half. Over. I think he gets the 21 points. Chiefs put it in neutral, start running the ball. But uh, they may get close and then just run it in, though. Not necessarily Patrick Mahomes has to throw these touchdowns. I just think they're going to score. Points. Right, but they're maxing you. Ooh, passing touchdowns. That's hard. So right now I, I'm, I'm feeling the under. I'm really believing this 49ers defense. I just don't believe in offense, but I'm going under. I think he gets two. I'll go to over. I'll go to over because unless Damian Williams is getting some 40-yard touchdown, even on goal line, I think the 49ers defense buck up, and Patrick Mahomes is going to have to do some razzle-dazzle. I can see him running one in score. as well. I think I, I can see Pat Mahomes running one in as well, Yeah, which will put him at that under for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, Raheem Mostert, total rushing yards, 73 and a half. Under. Damn. So, yeah, you re- so you really think this game's not even going to be close. It's not even that the, the I definitely got be close, him. but I think Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to start to try to score first and fast. And when you do that, I don't. I think Raheem Mostert is going to clear that in total yards, but not rushing the rushing ball. yards. I think I think Kyle Shanahan will stick to the run run longer than the normal coach would as well. I, I think, think if he's down fourteen nothing well, before the okay, first quarter. Well, four, okay, well that's different. I, I don't think he's at fourteen nothing. Goddamn. So all right, so then we go. We can go to our predictions. What do you think? Give me a winner. Well, see, I don't even need to ask you. You know what it is. Yeah. So give me a score. I think it'll end up being. We both have the Chiefs, but you think it's going to be not close. I'll stay with my under for the total score of the game, but I think it'll be 28 to about 
28 to 16. Yeah, we'll give 28 to 16. I think they'll get, yeah, we'll just keep it there. I like that. 28 to 16. All right, I'm going 31. I was going to say 21. You'd still be under. That would be under. I don't know. if. I, damn, I'm going to have to redo my. I think the Chiefs are going to score a lot of points. So I think the 49ers might end up getting but some you're, 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 points. But your point has been the, you believe in the 49ers defense. I do. How much, though, if you think the Chiefs are going to score a lot of points? That's true. I mean, the points has to be. I think the, the thing with the Chiefs is you can play good defense and then just end up giving, giving up points, especially if your offense isn't doing shit. True, or so, if they're just putting you in a bad field position. That's what I mean. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with what I originally said. 31-21. I think it's I think that we're gonna have a situation where Jimmy G might throw a pick in his own territory. You know what I mean? Like the Chiefs might get some short fields a couple times. They might get a big return. You talk about seeing ghosts. I think Jimmy G is a candidate for seeing ghosts. Yeah. So that's my that's my pick. 31-21 because it was the first thing that popped into my head. Barely just going under. But it'll make everyone sweat. The over-unders, Vegas knows, all right? They set these over-unders a lot of times, and they're accurate. So I think it's going to be close to the over-under. I think it's going to go just under. I'm talking myself into this. Okay. 31-20. My alternate, my alternate score is 30-23. to 23. That was my second pick. Chiefs winning in, either, in both scenarios. Uh, so, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, no locks. None of these are locks. Please, I'm not even going to advertise these as locks. This is just, you know, some good Please Super Bowl coverage. Please the first 30 minutes of this podcast is not a lock for Not me. a lock. Not a lock. Uh, yeah, so that's You know what would have been a good uh, prop bet? Does Jimmy G call Tom Brady for advice? <laughs> well, shit. That's, everyone knows that's a yes. Uh, it's hard no, banging no, that yes. The, the prop bet is, did Tom Brady answer? Well, yeah, that's true. See, that's, a, that's what I'm saying. See, you didn't say that they have a conversation. You just said, did he call? He definitely called. It's Tom Brady busy. What are you doing for your Super Bowl Sunday uh, plans? So I will be f- hopefully finding a babysitter, but it's kind of hard after you just left the country for a week. But, um, yeah, probably end up finding a babysitter, maybe go see it with some friends. But I really want to actually go to the city. I've never did the Super Bowl in, like, a city atmosphere. Go to what so whether, city? It's, whether it's D.C. or whether it's Baltimore and Inner Harbor, doesn't really matter to me. So you're just trying to see it, like, in a bar or something? More or less environment, right? I'm trying to catch a vibe. So if you go to a real, real popping place, I mean, we've done Super Bowl parties with friends and stuff. It gets pretty cool, but eventually everybody kind of fouls out, and you're just like, oh, the energy's kind of gone. <laughs> yeah, once the game's over, it's immediately yeah. just like, eh, all right. You, you're sitting there, you realize that all the girlfriends have been dragged here and can give two shits about football, and they just came for the guacamole and the chips. So, yeah, there's that. Fair enough. I. I asked you because I, no, I have no plans. Yeah. No, no plans whatsoever. So, shit, we'll if see. If we find happens. something, we'll figure it out. Maybe we'll live stream uh, the next pod from it. Hey, let's go. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. All right, bro. Put these locks of the week to use. Yes. That's right. Episode 25. No timeouts. Sign it off. Let's go. We're done. <laughs>